Glory be to God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. So today is Trinity Sunday. This day has been celebrated in the Christian church since the 10th century. And it is on this occasion that ministers around the world address themselves to the subject of the triune God. Now, to tell you the truth, rectors don't usually preach on this Sunday. Uh, last Sunday was Pentecost Sunday, and last Sunday is usually the, when we bring out all the fanfare. And uh, we speak in different languages and all sorts of stuff. And so we usually have rectors, usually have their associates or deacons preach on this sun, uh, Sunday. Partly because last Sunday was Pentecost Sunday, but more importantly, it's hard to preach on the Trinity. And so we let those associates and deacons deal with it. But today, but last Sunday, I, had, I was recovering from a shoulder surgery, a uh, total shoulder surgery, and that's why you see me in a cast today. And so Father Al so graciously gave us the Pentecost sermon, which was so wonderful to hear. And today also is a very special day because today we will have First Communion celebration for these wonderful kids who are in these first two rows. And they looked like angels as they walked in. And with their hands clasped together in like prayer position. And so I urge you, your parents and sponsors, to take pictures because you might never see them like this again. <laughs> so let me begin by saying that the doctrine of the Trinity does not attempt to explain God. It explains to us simply how God has been revealed to us, the church, thus far. The Trinity is a way of describing what we, the Christian church, understand about God. The idea of the Trinity is not definitely stated in the doctrine, as a doctrine in the scriptures. You'll never see in Holy Scriptures the word Trinity. But it is implied many times. Early Christians discovered that they could not speak of God without speaking of the three ways that God has been revealed. The idea of God as a trinity does not mean that there are three gods. No. It means that there is one God who has shown himself to us in three ways. As Father, as Son, and as Holy Spirit. So let's look at these three ways in this morning. First, we affirm that of God the Father, the first part of our Trinity. Gallup polls tell us that 96% of all Americans believe in the existence of God in some form or another. The real question though is what kind of God? Thomas Jefferson believed that God was like a big cosmic watchmaker. He created the universe and wound it up and let it go. So likewise, the world now is in the process of simply letting itself run down. According to Jefferson, God was completely detached and detached himself from this creation. 
Others, like the philosopher Nietzsche, said that there was once a God, but that he is now dead. They say that the God of of the universe so wholly poured himself into the person of Jesus Christ that when Jesus died on the cross, God himself died. And of course, there are countless other theories and thoughts about God as well. But Christians, people like you and I, in general, affirm that God is a creator. Holy Scripture describes a creator, a God who creates all of the universe and cares for it like a parent, interacting with that creation. And this morning's first lesson from Genesis is an example, and uh, Emmeline and Grace read it, and you read it so beautifully. It's this God who creates and is participant in that creation. God who is able to be seen in creation. And you and all, you and all, you all have an expi- experienced this, and I have too, when we go out in nature and we commune quietly with God. We experience that sacred time alone with God. We see God active in creation. The fact that Christians, that we, refer to the first person of the Trinity as Father says something about what God is like for us Christians. And Jesus went so far as to uniquely refer to God as Father, he uses the word, the Hebrew word, Abba. You know, the Lord's Prayer that he taught us? He says, Abba, our Father, which really translates to be Daddy. Daddy. Can you imagine referring to the creator of an endless universe, the creator of countless solar systems, as Daddy? The unique contribution of Christianity to the world is the idea that God is a loving Daddy who waits patiently for us while we foolishly wander off in our lives to do our own thing. Then when we come to ourselves, come to our senses, God is ready to meet us at the door joyfully to take us back in like a loving daddy. It's easy to think of God as omnipotent, holy, other, righteous, and all-powerful and an all-powerful judge. These are all traits of the divine. And we must learn to think of God in these terms, but I suppose our Christian understanding of the nature of God, if it is to be correct, in that case, we must also learn to think of God as our kind, sympathetic, understanding, compassionate, gentle, loving Father. The second person of the Trinity is of God is revealed as the Son, Jesus. We say that God took on human form, come and came and lived among us, and suffered the same trials that we suffer, and experienced the same feelings that we experience. Jesus was purely human and also purely divine. That's what we Christians believe. Jesus was not God, but Jesus was God incarnate. There is a difference. Jesus never drew attention to himself, but always pointed to God. 
When people ask what God is like, we Christians point to the person of Jesus Christ. God himself is incomprehensible. But in Jesus Christ, this incredible God makes himself knowable. We get a glimpse of his glory. In the person of Jesus, we are told that the mysterious other, the one who created the stars and the universe, is willing to go all the way, even to the cross, so that a single person may be redeemed. That's what God is like. That's how powerful God's love is for us. Finally, we affirm a belief in the Holy Spirit. According to our catechism in the Book of Common Prayer, God, the Holy Spirit, is at work in our world and in the church now. The Holy Spirit leads us into all truth and enables us to grow into the likeness of Christ. A New Testament Scriptures affirm that the Holy Spirit is present with us for guidance, comfort, and strength. So in the Christian tradition, the good news is that we believe that God is revealed as a trinity, a community united in love. There's a wonderful icon of the trinity by the Russian iconographer Andrei Rublev. Rublev from the 14th century. I have a copy of this icon in my office and sometimes when things over the last couple of ye nine years were a little rough, I used to pray with it. I would sit in front of it and I'd open my eyes to see what God is saying. And that icon reminds me that we believe in a God, a community that is glued together by love. The icon shows three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, equal and forming a circle. No one is more powerful than the other, each with a role to play in the world's creation, transformation, and sustenance. But the circle also invites the viewer to participate in that ring and community of love. The Trinity is an excellent model for Christ Church, especially as we hold on to it in this time of transition. For we are a community of love, a welcoming and inviting community that holds on to God at the very center of our lives. We know that as we encounter the challenges and the triumphs of life, our love, God's love, will sustain us. And although we may feel lost and alone sometimes, we are not, for that love seeks to surround and help us. The human condition and the world tells us that relationships are hierarchical, that some roles are more important than others. Yet we know in this community, this community of love, that all of us are important. And God will provide the needful, especially as we share God's hope for a transformed world. Last night, we baptized two young people, Mercy and Emmeline Phillips, into our church community. They officially joined our community of love 
called the church. And today, they will join seven other young people. Kylie, Eden, who read wonderfully the second lesson. Scarlett, Aveline, Colton, Matthew, and, uh, and Sophia. All nine of them will have their first communion service today. We will celebrate with them. God bless them. May God bless them and their parents and all of us together as God's ever-increasing circle of love invites us to share that love and to transform the world. Amen.